Hello and welcome back to some more freshly brewed drag tea. Today I have a very special guest who appeared on the season 12 Superfans Makeover Challenge where she was paired with Jada Essence Hall. On the show we fell in love with her warmth and determination and her stunning performance on the show with Jada meant that the pair of them snatched their way to the win. We'll be discussing everything Drag Race, her time on the show, spilling some backstage tea and I'll of course be asking all of the amazing questions you all sent in. So please join me in welcoming Bethany Aykroyd aka Jazz Essence Hall. Hi everybody. Hi. Thank you very much for joining us today. I know people are very excited to hear from you. <laughs> Well, thank you for asking me. Uh, well, really great. I loved you on the show. You were so funny and so nice. And, it, you know, it, it was, it was. I think you could just tell that you were having such fun on the show and everything. Oh, of course. Like, it was just the most amazing experience. It's honestly felt like a dream the whole time. It still feels like a dream. I can imagine, yeah. So I know, obviously, my subscribers were very interested in hearing from you. So I was just wondering if you could start us off by sort of explaining a little bit about yourself and how you got into Drag Race and then how you got involved in the Makeover Challenge. Okay. Um, drag Race, I basically fell into it in um, college. I was literally looking on TV and I found it. I grew up with my um, my mom loving RuPaul no matter what. And so when I saw him uh, on there, I was like, mom, we have to go watch this. And we just watched it. Now, for some of you younger kids, y'all have it easy. <laughs> It was a struggle to find Drag Race in the beginning because like, it would change channels and do it. And so that joined just, it's that love of drag that drew me in and kept me wanting to find it and see it. And you get to see someone's creativity and soul just out there for the world to see. Um, and how I ended up getting on the show was honestly luck. I found an ad for on DragCon for a casting call. And it was about two days before it was about to close. And so I'm like, why not? The worst answer I could get is no. So I just applied. I set up my phone, had my kids breakfast still on the table and shot a video real quick, one minute. And by luck and drag gods, I guess I got chosen and got to do an interview and then got to meet all these phenomenal people. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay, so you had to do kind of like an um, a video audition, I guess, effectively. Yeah. Basically, what the queens do, we did. Like you, you do an audition, and then you go through an interview process. So it wasn't just random chance lottery. It was okay. Let's put this in. Maybe they're gonna like her attitudes and her um, stuff. But it was again the worst answer I could get. What is it? Was a no, and. Then I got the call. I'm like, this is happening? Okay, <laughs> let's do it. That yeah, must be so exciting. Think, oh, yeah. I think the most interesting thing for me when it happened and I got the call, my husband had to go on a work trip. So I had to scramble and find all-day babysitters for the two days of shooting. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that I can yeah. imagine is difficult. <laughs> it's very, very difficult. And um, my youngest wasn't a year old yet. Wow, that's a, that's a big <laughs> yeah. deal. So I was like talking all the time. I was like, it's like, you can have my phone, but please let me know if the babysitter calls. Like, I'm going to come back and check for all this time. So yeah. That, that must like, be difficult. If it's something you want, you try and you figure it out and you find a way. And I found a way. I don't know how, but I found a way. Well, I'm glad you did, because then it obviously means you got to be on Drag Race. 
Um, and so on the show, the way they the way they showed it was that you all thought that you were going to be in the audience for a performance. Is that what you were told? That's what we were told. Now, being super fans, we're not unintelligent. <laughs> so we know there is a makeover challenge coming. Now, to be honest, that's kind of what I thought it was. But I would have been completely fine just sitting in the audience watching them perform. I would have been like, I'm here. I don't care. I'm cool. I'm in the vicinity of just greatness and wonder and sport. And I would have been fine. So being able to walk in and then just see them all, that was amazing. Yeah, because I always wondered that sort of how it was pitched because I guess obviously for super fans, maybe it's slightly more difficult because we all you, we all know how it works. And I guess if there's only like six of you, you kind of mm-hmm. can maybe guess like, well, that's quite a small audience for a show, but, may, but you don't kind of want to get your hopes up and think that you're going to be involved in a makeover yeah. challenge. They did really good. Um, there were other people there, so we weren't like 100%. But they, like, there was other, other people sitting with us. So we're like, okay, yeah, this is what's going to, what kind of did it for us is that we were all, we walked in together because for some serendipitous reason, all of us showed up at the exact same time and we just kind of like clumped together and we're like, okay. So there were other people that were, what, as in like production people or they just had random people pretending to be Probably or just random people. I'm not quite sure. I didn't really see it, but it, like there were where we were sitting while we were waiting before we went back. It was like there was other people and we were just talking with them. We we're like, okay, this might be other extras. Understand that there was another alternate with us and she's just amazing. And um, her name is Katana. Like, please go find her. She is just the most phenomenal, sweet, super fan. I got to see her at DragCon again. We all got to kind of reminisce and hug each other. We're like, we're sorry. <laughs> Oh, well, so they do they had like so they had alternates for each person or just one person? Uh, I'm sure they had alternates for each person, but that's the one that we saw. So, oh, okay. Oh, well, they, they, do I mean... they, yeah, they do that for queens too. That if for some reason they just aren't able to do that, like, okay, you need to step back. And we're just like, no, we got this, we're gonna be here. <laughs> That's really interesting to hear they had, I didn't think they, I knew obviously everyone knows they kind of have alternates, but I didn't realise they would have them literally there like in the room with you and then they don't get to come on the show. Yeah. Oh, bless I mean, her. you never know. You never know if someone's about to have stage fright or you're just going to have that major anxiety and you're like, oh, I can't do this. Which yeah. I understand. It, it's TV. I, it's TV, you know. Yes. It's, but I'm like you say, it was lovely you got to see her at DragCon and everything. So I'm sure she kind of got to be part of it as She's well. She's a sweetheart. Um, and so what did it feel like then walking into the workroom? And then I guess that's when you really realized that you were going to be on the makeover it challenge. It was shock. Genuine shock. Because, yeah, you're anticipating walking into the workroom. And if you've gotten the chance to see the workroom on tour, you kind of know what it looks like. And so you're like, oh, this is amazing. I'm here by myself. And then you turn the corner and then there's all these just glamorous people. You're like, oh, and then there's Rue just right there I'm like oh this is real okay and that's what happened for us I can't imagine that must be so surreal especially if you're a super fan of the show not only seeing the girls although I guess for us as the audience we already knew the girls from the previous episodes but for you I suppose you didn't know the queens necessarily not necessarily like some of um, the super fans actually did know some of those queens because they had followed them before so that was a really cool um thing to learn later but yeah you don't know but you don't care because you know the caliber you're about to go see and especially when there's only six 
you know like that's been down yeah exactly and i guess for, i guess for you as well the, the real gag must have been i suppose seeing rupaul yeah i got to stand next to rupaul yes and, uh, yeah that's why i was like oh you just stand right here because i always kept going that must be so <laughs> surreal and sort of crazy to think you know and then obviously so you did you all got paired up and Jada was the one that actually got to choose the yeah. who got paired and she chose you straight away. So how did that kind of feel? I, it was interesting. I was really surprised. I was just like, okay. And I was just like, I'm going to go. Let's, let's do this. I, I honestly, I really didn't expect to be picked first, especially out of all the caliber of just wonderful ladies that we were with. And just, I felt very blessed. That's the best way I could say it. I guess you must have just had like a kind of vibe or a warmth that Jada liked, I guess. Jada told me, uh, it was like, it was energy. You had, you gave off this energy. I'm like, oh, okay. And when we got to talking, I understood the energy that she was talking about because we just, we vibed really, really instantaneously. But I also think that's a lot of Jada. She just shines and wants to know people and get to make everybody comfortable. Oh, that's really sweet, though, and everything. I'm yeah. glad you two got on. What What was your first impression of Jada? I guess the bits where you then sat down and got to speak to her. I suppose that's probably the first interaction, really, that you yeah, had. Yeah, this is my first interaction. Um, it was just, you could just see this person wanted you to be in your circle and wanted to know you and talking with them. And it was just a genuine banter between us. And what was funny, like, we had really good conversations and every time we had those really deep conversations, the cameras were on the other side of the workroom. We're like, okay, that's fine. That's cool. I guess there's only so much they can capture or whatever. So. Oh, yeah. Um, it was... And so, Sorry. obviously, you then, you realise it's a makeover challenge. How did you feel knowing that you were going to be getting up in full drag and having to walk in heels, which was kind of a big point for you? They would they sort of showed you struggling to walk in heels because you don't usually wear them. How What yeah. was kind of going through your mind? I didn't want to fail Jada. I didn't want to bring her down. That was my thing. I was like, I want to be as best as her drag as I could be or but still be me. Um, also with the heels, um, I wore a size too small because I wasn't used to my new mom feet because feet get bigger after you have kids. Also, um, I had a massive ear infection during shooting. So this whole ear, I couldn't actually hear out of completely and I couldn't put, um, the earbud in for it to listen to the music. So I had to put it in my non-dominant ear. So when I did that and when we were kind of walking around on the main stage it fell out and I stepped on it and that's why I stumbled right oh that's interesting that's interesting to know because yeah cause like I said they I guess the earbud this was for the the lip sync or the kind of the runway yes. walk and everything yeah because we had to learn our songs like that night like we took it home and we were like practicing practicing practicing, practicing. um <clears throat> and because of those heels um because they were so small both all my toes were right underneath mine and I kept them on all day so by the end of the day, I couldn't feel my feet. <laughs> so the shoes that I was practicing in, if you notice, weren't the shoes I wore on the runway. Yeah, I think, I mean, I didn't notice that, but I wasn't really like zooming in, I guess. But hopefully. Yeah, just like, I'm just watching. <laughs> no, but that's what it was. It was. It made me giggle a little bit because I'm like, these are the shoes. Yes, they're fit. They're about an inch taller than the ones I was practicing with. Like, oh, crap. Okay, 
like, we're going to do this. And I practiced as much as I could. I even went to the store that next day and I was like practicing my runway walk down the aisles. Okay. So you got to stay, you got to actually go out and go to the store. Like you weren't sort of sequestered like the girls. Uh, no, we got to go home for the night and then we came back. When you say home, you mean the hotel or do you mean? I, I, I lived nearby. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because I think some of, because not everyone, I guess, comes from around LA. So I guess they probably do. So the casting call was for LA in uh, general, because they weren't going to pay for our hotels. Um, so as long as you had a place to stay or do it, that's generally how you got picked. Um, I lived about an hour from where it was, so it wasn't too terrible. Oh, that's I didn't definitely got home late and was like, Okay, now I have to learn the song and make a little bit of choreography for it. Oh, that's really interesting. I, I assumed you'd be sort of sequestered in the hotel to try and sort of confine everything or whatever, but... Um, no, but they did make sure that it was like, it was like, you have, I do not disclose. I'm like, and it's like, you have to... And so I'm just like, okay, I can do this. I don't want to share anything. I was like, there's something big on the horizon. I just can't tell you what it is. That's really interesting. I, I, yeah, trying to keep that a secret must be quite difficult. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was nice when it, the promos came out. Like, now I can tell you. Yeah, that must be really exciting, especially when, because you must have to sit on that secret for quite a long time when the show is being edited and then eventually it premieres. Oh, yeah. Uh, how long was that, sort of between filming and then it premiering? Uh, like, I mean, you get shoot in, uh, God, was it 2019 and then funny, like you're going into there. So it's just like a regular production. It's either months or sometimes a year before you get to tell anybody out. Yeah. Cause I mean, especially season 12 was a bit different in that I assumed it must've been pre COVID when you filmed, but then when it came out, yes. it was then yes. during COVID and then the finale had to be all virtual and everything. Yep. Yep. We all fell into that, like... Yeah. <sighs> Sucks. But yeah. at least you got to be on the show and everything. And it, it... I got to be on the show. I got to see it. I think what kind of killed all of us is, like, watching all of our queens not be able to go out and do all the stuff that everybody else would. And we're just, like, they're missing out on their first drag con. They're missing out on the tours. They're missing out on the little um, meet and greet shows to, like, be good to go to the bar and watch the show air. And just I think they only got to do like one or two of those before everyone's like, now you, you guys, you know. So that I think that was the most heartbreaking thing for all of us is they worked so hard and it was such a genuinely good-hearted, soulful season. Yeah, they were all so lovely. And I think that episode, especially the Superfans, it's definitely one of my favourites because everyone just seemed so genuinely happy to be there. <laughs> um, I know that I, as a Superfan, I'm sure people watching this are very jealous because I would love to have done that. It's so cool. Oh, I, yeah. My mom's like, I would love for them to do my makeup. I was like, I, it's amazing. I promise you. <laughs> and so, um, obviously, so when you're, during the, the filming, you... On the first day, I guess, is then all of the sort of practicing and they make the outfit, they sort of tailor the outfits or whatever. And then the second yeah. day is when you actually do the makeup and the runway. Yes. How did it feel sort of getting into full drag and knowing you had to sort of, because I assume you knew you had to lip sync as well. Tried. <laughs> I tried my best. That's all I could do. 
<laughs> for the listening. Um, the experience, it's, it's interesting for me, especially retrospective how I am now. Um, at first, I didn't get to see like how Jada was doing it. I had to, I didn't even get to see anybody else get in the makeup. Jada had me face away from everybody just doing all that stuff. And so it was wonderful. I definitely got my face literally beat. It really, like, it was just a pound, but it was wonderful. Um, it was surreal looking at myself and recognizing that, like, yeah, this is a beautiful makeup, but I'm not, I'm not used to all of that makeup. I wasn't at that point in my life. And then seeing it later, I'm like, that's amazing. And like, I don't think I truly appreciated it as much as I could have in the moment. I appreciated it, but I didn't realize just how life-changing and phenomenal it was to be in that. And just to be like, that's your higher self coming out to the world. Like it's not, it's always there. It's just now you're actually showing it to everybody. Yeah, you could tell, especially, I think you definitely (laughs) came across as being, you were kind of a little bit more shy or kind of reserved when you came in. But then as Jada said, you could tell that you had this kind of like fire inside of you and drag, I guess, brought that out. And then you did such an amazing job on the runway. You really sold it. You two were like, you two were so good on the runway together. And I loved that little sort of when she was, you know, pushing your back up and making sure that you were stood correctly. And I loved that kind of storyline. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we, we worked on, we were talking with it. And I mean, I was practicing as much as I could with it. And the best note I got from Jada was like, you own everything. That is what it is. That is what you're emulating. And that's what it, I'm like, okay, I, I can focus on that. I can do that. And I think as I progressed down the runway and I was doing it, like it was just slowly manifesting and coming. I was like, okay, I got it. Yeah, and I definitely you could sort of see on on your face and everyone's face, you really just wanted to make your partner proud and do the best that you could for them because obviously ultimately it's them that's sort of going to be end up in the bottom or the top or whatever. And especially like they're doing their stuff with half the time now because they are focusing on you and then they have to go and do that. So like Jada did my makeup and I had my dress and it's like, okay, now I'm in charge of my undergarments. <laughs> It's like okay, like I'm getting all this stuff, and uh, this is a this was a fun one um, because I had recently had my child, and I thought I was a much bigger chested woman. I was not, and so when I had it, I was like, oh, I need padding. Okay, we need to go try and find it. It's like, and I already had press on nails on, so I can't fix the padding. So I have to ask the crew. It's like, can you help me get in? So they're like, yeah, hands, 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 touching, touching. Like okay, like okay, we're good. Oh, that's so funny. Is it those like kind of un, unthought of moments you don't think about until the moment and then you realize? <laughs> and that's what it was. And I love, I love that outfit. I love that Jada, Jada had to like alter it. So it would fit me just a little bit more. Cause again, I'm not, they tested I didn't have a breastplate, anything like that. So she took parts of the dress from the bottom and tried to fill in that see-through part as much as she could. And so she was doing that the day before that dress. Yeah, that is insane. I mean, obviously she's <laughs> clearly so talented because as a viewer, we would never have known, like it just looked like it was perfectly fit, like it was designed for you, you know? So yeah. that's yeah. a testament to her, I suppose. Oh, big testament. I, I'm, I'm in awe. I'm always going to be proud. I'm 
so grateful I got to be around this amazing setting person. So I, again, super fan for life. Always. I'm glad you had a lovely experience. You could kind of tell that's how everyone felt because everyone was just sort of okay. all smiles. Um, <laughs> I don't think we could stop smiling. I wouldn't be able to either. I mean, it's, I guess it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. So, oh. and so for for you, what was kind of the most difficult part of being in drag, and then what was the most rewarding part? Feels feels are most difficult. Those hurt. They're pretty. They hurt. Um, and it's not that I can't do it. It's just I just don't do it often. And so, but I will definitely tell anybody try it do it it's going to be spectacular and like what jada told me is like your fit gonna hurt it's gonna happen you just, just don't show people so i'm like okay just don't show people we're gonna hurt but as soon as i could when cameras weren't on me i was just sitting down <gasps> and, up. Um, and the most rewarding honestly is my self-confidence um jada just saw it and locked in the most it's just the thing I could say, and I took away from this, is the last day of filming, after just being with Jada and talking with all about everything, Jada was the reason I could literally look at myself in the mirror, in my eyes, and say I was beautiful. And I couldn't do that for such a long time. And I meant it. And I think that was just the most important thing for me because like I said Jada found something and I just unlocked it just let it be free and that was everything oh that's a beautiful moment I'm so <laughs> glad because you were beautiful and you are beautiful and I thought you were I think you, all of you looked amazing and you in that outfit you looked so good you and Jada together there was such a family resemblance and sort of you both looked amazing so I'm, I'm so glad that that helped with your self-confidence yeah uh, and then how did it feel then? So you obviously do the runway, but how did it then feel having to lip sync on the main <laughs> stage? So they separated us into groups. And of course I had to go against Grace or Opal. And Grace is one of like my really good friends after the show, but we like bonded instantaneously um, during that time. So I'm like, of course I'm going up against her. Okay. Uh, so it was great. I will definitely say, and I don't think it made it in the edit. I stopped lip syncing for a minute and I was watching Grace and I'm like, oh, I have to do this. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was amazing. Um, I think I could have done more to be honest, but I got to lip sync on the main stage. Like, I don't care. Like, I could have done horribly and just fallen on my face. And I'd be like, I still did it. Yeah, you should be proud of yourself. I think all of you did an amazing job. I think you were really cool. And, like, I, you could just tell that you were trying to give your all, even though you were in sort of, like, full drag in heels that you weren't particularly comfortable in, obviously. But you still, you didn't show it. You were just like, I'm doing this. And that's, you know. I know how to do performer face. I can do performer face. So that's great. <laughs> like, you my definitely. body might not match up to it sometimes this got it no you definitely had that kind of because i guess jada is a very sort of she's a very kind of statuesque and very sort of pageant kind of queen i yes. think you definitely had that vibe as well which was really good and you both had that sort of poise about you so it, i think that worked it was kind of in your character so to speak yeah, well and it's weird my mom was actually in pageants when she was younger so she's like you got it I was like, oh, okay it's hereditary 
apparently. <laughs> and I was like, it was amazing um, learning about Jada the next day of like, oh, this is a patchman, but she's got all this other stuff. And I, the only thing I remember just telling Jada after looking at, through her feed was, you have such amazing fans rooting for you. And I reminded her of that. And like, no one knew where she was or were doing, but they just root for her in general. And I just like, thank you for telling me. It's just like phenomenal fans. I've got to meet so many of them and I'm really good friends with quite a few of them now after all this. So, Oh, that's well, like they said, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race bringing families and fans together. Bring family together. Yep. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that, that you could tell that it definitely the queens are all so talented to have such amazing fans. And obviously you're there now kind of part of that, which is really cool, like a moment mm-hmm. in history. Okay. Um, and so obviously you do the lip sync and the runway and everything, and then you get to the judges' critiques and everything. How did you <laughs> feel going into that? Were you kind of confident or how do you, because I guess you don't get to see everyone else necessarily. So how did you feel about it? Ah. <sighs> I felt good. I was like, I did fall. Did good. And uh, like, I knew that we did good through our walkthrough on our runway because Jada was like, that was so good. Okay. Like, we're good. I was like, I didn't fall. I didn't fail you. We did exactly what we did. So I was like, okay, I'd be happy. I was like, I know we'll be safe. <laughs> if anything, I honestly really didn't anticipate winning. I knew maybe we'd possibly be in the top. So that was, that's why I cried because I was just like, it didn't fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. So, how did it, how did it feel then when you realized that you did actually win? It was amazing, and it really was just that. Again, I didn't feel Jada, and I knew Jada had it at all in her, no matter what. But I was able to pull them in with her, and just it felt really, really good. Congratulations! You're the winner of this week's challenge, and Jazz. You've won a $5,000 gift certificate from the iconic Betsy Johnson, a longtime drag queen lover and ally. So uh, I'd love to go on to some subscriber questions, if possible. Um, so one of the questions was uh, kind of the, the question is effectively asking, what did you do with your gift certificate that you won from Betsy Johnson? Oh, this is one of them. This is one of them. Um, so I've got quite a few uh, of a collection, and I've got tons of shoes right now, <laughs> and they're actually heels. Um, I've got a couple of dresses. There's some really pretty, just mermaid ones. Uh, I've, there's been a few I've worn for family photos, and I've done that. Uh, and I've got some really cool, comfy, and some PJs from there. I think though, but my favorite thing that I was able to do with my gift cards is at the end, I had gotten everything I wanted. And so I got to reach out to all of the family people that I have met through this experience. And I asked them what they wanted. They were like, go pick one thing. So I got to get a whole bunch of things for other people. That's really uh, and, nice. like, and they, Yeah, and, and they'll show me, and they're like, I still have my bags. Like, I'm wearing this dress that you got me. Like, I have the shoes. And that that made me feel good, that I was able to give something to somebody, no questions asked, that normally maybe you wouldn't get for yourself or even ask anybody to get. Yeah, that's it. No, I'm really glad that's like you had a positive experience and you then got to have this gift card that you could then, for yourself and with others as well. 
Yeah. I, I'm, I'm bummed I didn't get the personal shopper, but I understand because pandemic, but don't. <laughs> yeah. No, that, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, I suppose you can't do that, but oh well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, one question that was interesting was, is there something about Jada that we as an audience wouldn't know, but you know, because you spent time with her? Um, well, Jada's definitely evolved a lot more since then. So you do see the emotional side. I could see it because that's how I am. Of Very closed off, very want to show you that pageantry and that perfection in you. But at the end of the day, we're very just like, perfectionist and nitpicky on ourselves and that's definitely what I could see at first but as just all this has progressed in the growth you she lets it out and you get to see everything and it's not flaws it's her strengths it's her superpowers and that's kind of what I saw uh, it's just this person it's a person like we all have those days where like Oh, I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing this great. But you are. It's just a little bit different than the day before. No, you can tell. She's, she definitely, at the beginning, she had a slightly harder edge. And then by the end, I think, especially with you and afterwards, she was a lot softer and sort of a lot more personal and the way she was talking and her emotions. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, that's just been the most amazing, I think, right, just watching. Because oh, I, I saw that person because I, I have that in me and, she saw that in me too. It was that weird. You, you see each other the way other people don't. Yeah, that's really sweet. Um, were there any rules about being on set, like not talking to each other and things like that? Uh, we, we could talk. Um, we just had to really make sure like the cameras were rolling, but we could still talk with each other and interact. We would go and like do this little stuff. Um, yeah, like there's, there's not really rules that you can't talk. It's just they want to make sure they're getting everything on camera. So as long as the camera's rolling, do that. I think the one rule was ice, which means you have to be quiet because they're doing something else and they're filming and they don't want to hear your chatter. So I was like, yeah, ice. So when you hear ice or hard, hard ice, like you got to be quiet. Yeah, I think I've heard someone mention that ice hard ice thing before in like another interview. That's a re- I didn't know that term. That's a really interesting way of yeah, yeah, just basically. You're just quiet. supposed to freeze and you're supposed to stop doing whatever you're doing. And so when um, when we have to do that, we have notepads and or or we had some notepads because we were figuring out what we needed to do. So we were writing on our notepads like we were in school. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, it's almost like whispering in class or whatever. And... Pretty much. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, and so obviously the name of my channel is Drag Tea Served. So I was wondering, is there some tea that you can serve us, some sort of backstage story or something that happened that they didn't show? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so first day of shooting, we, we kind of finished it out. And of course, we're all just this big num- jumble of nerves and we're excited, but we're also like, I don't know what to do. I don't, like, I'm scared. So the queens get this incredible idea for us to do a Vogue walk, to just let it all out, let it loose. And so they do it first and then they get it all set up and we get to do it. We go as super fans and do our Vogue walk or really our soul train. <laughs> and it just helped us out and we could see each other's moves. And it didn't matter if they were perfect or anything. It got us loose and okay. 
And it was just the most phenomenal experience. And I wish they had shown that, but they had all packed up and gone for the day. And it just has to be like silly. And it, I think, helped propel us into the next stage where we were in such a good standing. And we're like, we're ready for this. We got this. That's really nice. And that's really sweet. And I guess that's kind of, even though they didn't show it, at least that's kind of like a really nice memory for you to have of the show. Oh, yeah. Um, and were there, was there any kind of things that happened off camera or behind the scenes that maybe surprised you that you kind of didn't really expect? Um, I did change, like, so there's a divider um, and there's the air conditioning behind that. So you go behind there to change if you're not going into like one of the bathrooms or something. That surprised me. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to change behind here so the cameras can't see me completely <laughs> That was fun. Um, oh, God. Oh, not being able to have, like, a drink, a branded drink on set was, like, okay. I get why. I can't chug this ice cold Red Bull real quick. <laughs> so, like, I only got, like, a little bit of it. And then they're, like, okay, it has to go away. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you can't, you can't even have it, like, in a, a non-branded cup or something. I didn't get a non-branded cup. I think they were, like, just trying to get everything right out and done and so I'm like there goes my drink <laughs> your red bull okay. bad I need it <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> um and someone asked um did you keep anything from the studio and the challenge like for example the heels or the clothes or anything oh I so wish I did I did get to take something um when I was leaving so you know when they do all their challenges they have like miscellaneous just accessories or backdrop stuff so they had a whole table out so when we were leaving and there's sunglasses i'm like oh i'll take these because i'm obsessed with sunglasses and there were foster grants like, yes these are mine i lost them when i went shopping one day <laughs> i took them off and i'm like no but that's that's the thing i took i, I did i want to take more absolutely but i was like this is jada's i have to give this back we can't just take their stuff but I would have loved that dress for sure. But I'm obsessed with the jewelry I got to wear. And what's even more amazing is that Jada's boyfriend, um, G, makes all that jewelry. Oh, wow. I knew that she, I knew that Jada makes the outfits or whatever. I didn't realize that uh, Jada's boyfriend makes the jewelry. Wow. Jewelry and now the wigs. That is a talented boyfriend, you know. I mean, great. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so one of the things you mentioned on the show was that you take your daughter to DragCon. And so why do you think that's important? Because you get to show your kids not just what's normal in your household, but what's normal outside of the world. And I don't, you know what? I don't even want to use normal. Just this is life. Like you get to see different people have different lives. And that's what it was for me. And it's a happy place. Like the, you get to see individuals living so just themselves without the pressures of the world on them. And I want to show my kids, like, I don't care what, how you grow. I just want you to grow and be a good person. And just being able to see that and having just different interactions with different people I think will help them in the, in the world. And also I love my oldest. She's very much 
well, that's not right. You don't need to be doing like people shouldn't be hurting people and they need to be better with people. And I'm just like, yes, yes. And so showing her that has her be a defender of just humans. That's really sweet. That's a lovely message. And I think that's such a, <laughs> uh, you know, it'd, be, it'd be lovely if there were more parents in the world that were like you. And I think that's such a lovely message to teach your children and sort of expose them, like you said, to, to things outside of your household and what other people do and that it's normal and there's no problem and it's just like a bit of fun and it's all, you know, it's all just life. nice. It's like, it's life. It was like, like someone doesn't have to, it'd be so boring if we were all the same. Like if we all look the same, if we all act the same, it would be just such blandness. And the fact that we're all completely different and do different things makes life so spicy in a way. Yeah, that's a lovely way to think about it and sort of tell your children. And um, you sent a really lovely video to me that I'll I'll show of your oldest finding out or watching you on TV for the first time when it aired. How did it feel sort of... (laughs) Did you film that or did someone else film that? And how did it feel watching your daughter watch you on TV? Kaylee, who's that? That's me. You excited? I was filming it. It was really great. Now, it's funny because kids are very fickle. Um, she was very excited, but kids have like a very tiny attention span. So after she found me, she's like, can I go play? <laughs> okay. But what was great also about it, like she went and did that and then she saw everybody on the show and she immediately went and got her um, play heels and she started doing it. And I was like, why'd you go get those? Like, cause everybody's doing it on there and I need to do it too. <laughs> okay. oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> uh, and trust, and trust children to ground you and tell you when they're bored and when they're not because... <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. And she's just like, well, is that you in the way? I'm like, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's mommy. And I think what got me the most is, and I knew this was going to be the case when it came out. I was like, oh, yeah, that's mommy. It's like, you look weird. <laughs> but, and then she sees Grace or Opal, and she's like, that was, she looks so cool. I'm like, I knew you were going to love her. Like, I knew you were going to love her child all realness and just amazingness. And that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, definitely. I guess Grace and uh, so Opal and Crystal were very yeah. kind of, they look like troll dolls or very kind of cartoony Simpsons, whatever. Yeah. Whereas that you was lo- beautiful. Yeah, whereas you look, well, yeah, it was beautiful. And I guess, whereas all of the rest of you, especially you, you looked more kind of just traditionally beautiful, like statuesque and sort mm-hmm. of, it, it wasn't, I guess, from a child's perspective, they don't quite see the difference It, it wasn't interesting for a child. <laughs> Absolutely not. She's just like, oh, that's pretty. Well, it was interesting for all of us as well, so don't worry. <laughs> we all enjoyed it. Um, and one of the other questions that was asked, which I think we kind of touched on already, but someone said, I don't know if you've seen this question, but someone said, Hi, Bethany. I was wondering if your makeover helped with your confidence at all. You looked so gorgeous, it's insane. And it wasn't only the makeup that did that. It was the way you carried yourself like you knew you were the one. Much love. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely, definitely helps me with my confidence and kind of brought it out. And afterwards, I was able to just start playing with makeup. And it and it's different, um, especially when you get a bit older and you never really did stuff like that. Like me growing up, I didn't wear a lot of makeup. It 
I wasn't meant to felt, feel good when doing that. And so when I finally got to break out and start to really be myself, yes, it took a little bit longer, but I was like, oh, this is fun. This is, I, I look good. I look pretty. I can do this. And just because I have maybe a lot more makeup on doesn't take away from the fact that I am a gorgeous person. You're just bringing it out a little bit more and it's not hiding. Makeup's not hiding. Makeup is enhancing what you have and brings out the, what you're feeling in that moment. Yeah, that's a lovely way of looking at it. And definitely, I think <laughs> for you, you can tell that you already had this kind of warmth already. And I guess if the makeup helps just enhance what's already there, then mm -hmm. who cares? And like, that's lovely that you've found something from the show that has helped you not just sort of on the show itself, but outside of the show. It's like, it's a form of self-care, at least for me. Because it's you're taking your time to actually sit with yourself and look at yourself and paint yourself and figure out, well, what am I feeling like today? What do I want to bring out today? Do I want just something simple or do I want something dramatic? And it's just a form of self-care, in my opinion, because you're not focusing on the world, you're focusing on you. Yeah, that's, that's lovely. I'm so glad that you've kind of <laughs> had that experience from the show and that's kind of changed your perspective a little bit on it. <laughs> Uh, so one of the things we talked about was obviously the connection between you and Jada. So I was just wondering, have you kept in touch with her since the show? As best as I can. <laughs> Jada's very busy. Jada also has a tendency of not texting people back, even though she loves people. So it's okay. And that's fine. Uh, I do tag with tag up with her all, tell her I'm going somewhere. I got to see her for... Um, the reparation show in San Francisco that was um, performed and what was great is it was all local girls and then Jada was there. So I got to support local drag queens, one of which I had always wanted to meet and I got to meet with all my other friends. So that was great. And then I'm going to try to go to the Work the World Tour in Milwaukee soon and I'm going to see other people that I've met through this experience and I get to hang out with them. That's lovely. And I, I saw you, so you went to DragCon this year, I believe, yes. in 2022. Yes. Did you, was there a DragCon last year or was, yeah. no, it was just, this was, so was this the first time you saw Jada at DragCon, like, I guess, in her element, so to speak? Jada was not at DragCon. <sighs> <laughs> Everybody else from season 12 was, Jada was not, Jada was in France at that time, because the world tour was all in Europe. And everyone was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, it's okay. She's, they're traveling. I don't care. Like, I, it's okay. Like, I'm going to still go see them and support them and do all this stuff. And I get to see other wonderful people and get to hang out with all of my really great friends that I didn't get to see. Yeah. And speaking of friends, um, did you kind of, have you kept in touch with any of the other guests from the challenge? All of them. Oh. I, like we don't get to like talk every day we don't interact every single day but we have a group chat that we tag up with and we talk to each other and try to like lift each other up when we know we're feeling down or something and so yeah wait every single one of them we are just this we're a sisterhood and that's what it is Oh, that's, and that's sweet because that's, I guess that's kind of also how the queens see it when they're on the season. They mm -hmm. obviously, that's like their sisters for life. And then obviously you have then gained this group of five more people that you wouldn't have known otherwise necessarily. Yeah, I never would have met some of these individuals 
I think I might have like run into maybe add retcons and stuff, but the fact that the universe just pulled us all together was the most amazing thing. And that we've kept in touch. We tell each other happy birthday. We, like, we know everyone's birthdays. We try to, if we're going to be in the same area together, we let them know. It's like, hey, I'd love to meet up with you and do this. So it's, it like Drex says, like, it brings families together and creates families. And that's what we did. Well, that's lovely. And I'm so glad that you've had that experience, that you've not only gained new friends from the show and drag but also that I guess this has opened you up to meeting new people and that you know meeting a whole new community of people as well Mm -hmm. it's been great and so again it's it's love it's love yeah it is and that's what the show is about that's why people love it because it's about love and acceptance Mm -hmm. and promoting sort of this talent and this art form that perhaps before people didn't really see in the mainstream of course and like when you think about with dry and especially when Rube was putting this together the goal was to not let this die and that has been exceeded to the max now to where it's just like it's here and it's gonna stay and it's just the most amazing thing and I think what it's even more lovely is that it's broadened itself to more than it was before where it's even more inclusive definitely and there's so many different queens now from all different backgrounds walks of life and everything it's it's really cool show and i think that's why it stood the test of time and there's been so many other international franchises as well because it's just one of those things everyone loves it and it's just so cool and fun and you got to be a part of it and i was like i'm part of her street you definitely are. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on yeah. my show today. Um, so where can people find you? And you know, if people have any follow-up questions or anything like that, you know, where can people find you and what, what have you been up to? Okay. Um, I've got quite a few uh, social media handles, at least on Instagram. Um, you can find me at, at uh, Bethany Ackroyd. It's B-E-T-H-A-N-Y-A-K-E-R-O-Y-D. If you have any questions personally that we just didn't answer or didn't cover you can ask me and i'll answer it personally for you i do actually have a, j- a jazz essence hall webpage so at, at jazz essence hall j-a-z-z-e-s-s-e-n-c-e-h-a-l-l and then i do a another one i haven't been on that for a bit because i needed to take a break but i do a um monday motivational with makeup um, and that's um, at Mama Monday Motivations. And that's Mama underscore Monday underscore Motivations at, on Instagram. So if you want to check that out, I'll probably get that refreshed later in the year. But I just need to take a break from that. Great. Well, I'll put all the links and everything in the description. So if anyone wants to check it out, they can come and find you. Uh, Thank you so much for being on. You know, I loved you on the show and it's been so lovely speaking to you and meeting you and everything. So thank you so much. It was wonderful being you now. Thank you very much. much. Bye-bye.